Which treatment was most effective for maintaining target blood glucose levels in patients with type 2 diabetes taking metformin? Find out about this and more in today's PV Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior VP, Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you once again from the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. A study published in the New England Journal of Medicine has shown that insulin glargine and liraglutide are the most effective for maintaining target blood glucose levels in patients with type 2 diabetes taking metformin. A total of 5,047 patients, of which 19.8% were black and 18.6% were Hispanic or Latinx, with an A1C level greater than 6.8% to 8.5% were enrolled in the study. The cumulative incidence of an A1C level of 7% or higher was similar with insulin glargine and liraglutide, 26.5 and 26.1 per 100 participant years, respectively, and lower than with glimipiride, 30.4 per 100 participant years, and citagliptin, 38.1 per 100 participant years. The differences among the groups with respect to A1C levels greater than 7.5% was similar. Severe hypoglycemia was rare, but significantly more frequent with glimimbaride, 2.2% of the participants, than with glargine, 1.3%, liraglutide, 1%, or citagliptin, 0.7%. Participants who received liraglutide reported more frequent gastrointestinal side effects and lost more weight than those in the other treatment groups. The authors concluded that all four medications, when added to metformin, decreased A1C levels. However, glargine and liraglutide were significantly, albeit modestly, more effective in achieving and maintaining target A1C levels. Citagliptin was the least effective in maintaining target glucose levels, especially among patients with a higher baseline A1C. In our next story, we learned that the Moderna mRNA 1273.214 vaccine elicits neutralizing antibody responses against the SARS-CoV-2 Omicron variant that were superior to those with the mRNA 1273 without evident safety concerns. An interim analysis of an ongoing phase 2-3 study published in the New England Journal of Medicine showed geometric mean titers of neutralizing antibodies against the Omicron BA.1 variant were 2,372.4 after receiving the mRNA 1273.214 booster. That compared to 1,473.5 after receiving the mRNA 1273 booster. The mRNA 1273.214 booster also elicited higher binding antibody responses against multiple other variants than the mRNA 1273 booster. Importantly, the two booster vaccines had similar safety and reactogenicity. And finally, we learned that there may be some attenuation of influenza vaccine effectiveness with successive revaccination, but not enough to warrant a change in the annual recommendations. This according to a systemic review and meta-analysis published in Lancet Respiratory Medicine. Researchers found that the average reduction in vaccine effectiveness for people vaccinated in the current and previous seasons compared to those vaccinated only in the current season was minus 9% for influenza A, H1N1, minus 18% for influenza A, H3N2, and minus 7% for influenza B. However, for all types, A subtypes and B lineages, vaccine in both seasons confer better protection than not being vaccinated. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions? Please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pvroundup.com. 
Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing, Medical News Roundup, and just ask, what's my Flash Briefing? Thanks to Ador Staff Editor Gabrielle Mastello for selecting and editing our stories, and to Sean Mullen for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we cover the latest stories in the world of medicine. <laughs> <laughs>